Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, broadcasting live from Denver, Colorado, right here on the Black Star Network, folks. When Memphis releases the Tyree Nichols body cam footage, we will have it here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, yes, we are going to show it. Uh, we're going to give you a trigger warning. Of course, they're warning us uh, how despicable it is. It should be released in about an hour, and we will have that for you and have analysis from our panel and experts. Also, I'll be talking about Bethune-Cookman with two former Bethune-Cookman uh, alums. One is a former NFL player. Uh, the school brought to speak to the football players after Ed Reed's dismissal. He'll tell us exactly what happened in that meeting. Uh, and remember, we're going to be in Daytona Beach next week for a community-wide uh, town hall uh, regarding Bethune-Cookman and the issues the students say they are dealing with there. Plus, we'll also share with you um, so, so, so some of the demands students are making to the administration that was, was released yesterday. Uh, good old Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is heard uh, encouraging Republicans to participate, folks, in corrupt voting practices. What a shock. Uh, the Department of Justice, they are clocking several victories with recent convictions of uh, cor- uh, corrupt law enforcement officers and racists who committed hate crimes. We'll tell you about those. Also, a black working woman wins a million-dollar discrimination lawsuit with a white gas station attendant that refused to pump gas. Also, folks, uh, the Jackson State uh, faculty uh, give their president a vote of no confidence. He responds. And the head coach at Albany State, he is apologizing for offering a scholarship to a white quarterback uh, who lost his scholarship at the University of Florida after he was caught repeating the N-word. 
We'll share all of that and more. It's time to bring the funk. I'm Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. city of Memphis and really America are bracing for the release of the body cam footage of five former black cops killing Tyree Nichols. Uh, folks, he was arrested. Now, the video is going to be released in about an hour. We're going to show you the video uh, as soon as it is released. Those five officers uh, were uh, indicted and arrested on yesterday. Uh, Police Chief uh, Cyril Davis and Tyree's family, they are urging the community not to respond with violence and destruction, but to protest peacefully. Now, folks, keep in mind, typically when African-Americans have responded that way is because a cop wasn't charged or indicted or arrested. And so I think people are really overplaying this whole thing. Former officers to Darius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Desmond Mills Jr., Emmett Martin III, and Justin Smith have been charged with second-degree murder and other charges. Some of the five cops charged with Tyree's murder were part of Memphis's elite crime-fighting unit that's now under scrutiny. Scorpion, which stands for Street Crimes Operations to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods, is a 50-person unit launched in October 2021 focused on bringing down crime levels in high-impact areas uh, and focusing on car thefts and gang-related offenses. Uh, this is not the first time the Scorpion unit has been hit with controversy. Some community activists say Scorpion's focus on the city's hotspots contributes to officers' bias and brutality. And the police chief has ordered a top-to-bottom uh, review of all specialized police units. Joining me now is Martavius Jones, Memphis City Council uh, Chair, and Amber Sherman of Black Lives Matter Memphis. Glad to have you both. Um, uh, Councilman uh, Jones, I, I want to start with you. Um, we, we're talking about a unit here. My understanding, first of all, before I go there, first, have you actually seen the body cam footage? I saw the body cam footage earlier today, Roland. And how would you describe it? Well, there was a characterization earlier today by our police chief indicating that it was just as bad or worse than Rodney King. Um, despite the fact that uh, Mr. Nichols died from his injuries that he sustained at the hands of law enforcement, 
I wouldn't agree with that characterization. Was it brutal? Was it over the top? Was it unnecessary? Do these officers need to pay for their actions? Absolutely. But um, I recall, you know, the, the whole incident of Rodney King is just branded in my head. And it was just uh, minute after minute after minute of their battering this man. Um, it wasn't of that magnitude, but it, it still was uh, very much unnecessary for somebody who was just pulled over for a traffic offense. I'm going to be quiet. I'm on Roland Martin. Uh, keep in mind uh, that um, Rodney King survived. Uh, Tyree uh, did not survive. Uh, the, the chief also said something here that I think is important, that there was no um, supervisor on the scene uh, and that Memphis has a problem with not having enough supervisors, sergeants, uh, more experienced officers who could have intervened in what took place. Well, I, I agree with that assessment, and there's an effort right now to uh, to increase the number of police officers on the streets here. But what we have to do, we just can't have officers for the sake of having warm bodies. We need to make sure that the, that the officers that we hire are qualified and they have the temperament to deal with every incident that's going to be thrown at them. They, you know, the, the work that they do, it's, it's not for everybody. It takes a, a person of strong mental character to do so. But we can't afford for people to die at the hands of law enforcement for minor traffic offenses. Um, Amber, uh, you know, President Joe Biden last week when he was meeting with the U.S. Conference of Mayors, uh, he again uh, decried and blasted defund the police. And he said, no, the cops need more funding. And every time these things happen, uh, we hear we need more cops. We need more funding. We need better training. But we keep seeing these things. Last year, more people were killed by cops than in any other year on record. And we see what took place here. And so obviously more cops and more money is not solving the problem. It's not. No, it's definitely not. Um, and I think that's also what we expect to hear from Biden and other um, moderates and, and often just, you know, Democrats who believe that policing um, is the way out of, you know, the high crime rates that we have. But the same thing goes for our mayor who gave funding after, you know, funding to the police department from COVID funds, but hasn't changed anything. And they've increased these different task force units and adding even more task force units like the Scorpion unit, but it hasn't done anything but increase the amount of violence that citizens are, you know, experiencing from the hands of police. So we've definitely shown that, you know, that's not an option, but they also refuse to fund actual um, tools that will help, you know, deal with the poverty that we're experiencing here. So I think we can see that it's definitely a system of white supremacy and um, blatant, you know, oppression that we can't police ourselves out of and they don't care about us. So they're not going to you know, do what we actually need anyways. Um, Councilman Jones and Amber, hold tight one second. I'm, I'm going to go to a break uh, and we're going to come back and continue the conversation. Uh, and then, of course, going to bring my panel as well, folks. Uh, we're talking about, again, the story that uh, we folks have been discussing the last um, couple of days. And that is uh, these five former Memphis cops, all African-American, uh, who have been arrested and indicted for the murder of Tyree Nichols. That uh, body cam footage will be released in less than an hour. 
uh, and uh, we'll continue this conversation. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Be sure to download the Black Star Network, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, the same, hit the share button on Facebook and on the app as well. We'll be right back. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. up a chair, take your seat, The Black Tape, with me, Dr. Greg Carr, here on the Black Star Network. Every week, we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. Hi, I'm B.B. Winans. Hey, I'm Donnie Simpson. What's up? I'm Lance Gross, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Uh, we continue our conversation with Councilman Martavius Jones, as well as Black Lives Matter Memphis leader uh, Amber Sherman. And Councilman Jones, the point that we were talking about before we went to the break, which is the issue that people keep saying all over the country. If the answer is more funding, if the answer is more cops, why is Ty Tyree Nichols dead? That's a good question. And I don't think that the answer to those questions uh, is more cops, more funding. Roland, before I was on the city council, I served on the school board here in Memphis. And, you know, I used to always hear uh, really conservatives talking about, hey, and we were making the cry, we need more funding for education. We need more funding for education. And the response that I always received was, we just can't throw money at the problem and think it's going to fix itself. Yet, when it comes to policing, what we need to do, we need to hire more, have more money to hire more cops like that's going to solve the problem. And so uh, my time on the count. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Council, I've tried to address things such as what would be the minimum wage for people receiving tax breaks and tax incentives, as well as other poverty cover, uh, poverty. Uh, recovering type of measures in order to address this problem versus putting more cops on the street. That hasn't been my philosophy. You know, Amber, uh, John Hope Bryan, who's the founder of Operation Hope, uh, has is fond of saying you've never seen a riot in a neighborhood where the credit score is 700 or higher. And the reality is in this country, whenever we keep talking about, I saw a councilman earlier uh, on one of the networks uh, talking about uh, the number of murders in Memphis compared to other cities. And I hear people talking about these high crime areas. You're never going to deal with crime in America with policing. Police don't stop crimes. They actually catch folks after the fact. If you don't confront education and economics, in Memphis and other places, you're not going to deal with crime. And so um, what are you uh, and others saying to Memphis city leaders in terms of how they should be approaching this issue uh, in in the coming days, in the coming weeks uh, after this body cam footage is released? I mean, the main thing that we've been saying uh, here for years and are still saying is to invest in us. Um, they know that the police don't keep us safe. And we live in a, a city that's a food apartheid. 
most folks in poor neighborhoods don't even have access to um, healthy groceries um, or, you know, just safe living environments. When I think about um, the pipeline that was almost built in Boxtown in South Memphis, that would have even further uh, caused more um, environmental justice issues for folks and increase, you know, the oil that's in our precious water here. Um, they were just going to quietly do that. And folks were, weren't, you know, standing up until, you know, the community made noise. When I think about what's happening now with Tyree Nichols, this isn't a, a, a first time that someone has brought up the behavior of the Scorpion unit. I've been driving down the street and seeing, you know, four cop cars pulling over one person and terrorizing them, and they don't listen to us. So, I mean, at this point, there really isn't much else for us, for us to do but to keep, you know, raising up the issue. But, I mean, they've shown time and time again that they just don't care about us. And I think that that's like the biggest thing that we need to bring up um, from the top down, from the president making complacent statements to our mayor who was, wouldn't do anything until I pulled up on him at an MLK award event because he'd rather hand out awards than actually be in the streets of people, you know, uplifting Tyree's name, which is where MLK would have been himself. Um, they're all hiding from, you know, actual transparency. And until we pushed the envelope, they weren't saying anything. Uh, Councilman, um, I, I often have to remind people when they go back, people love talking about MLK's I Have a Dream speech, uh, but what they don't understand is the actual title was called Normalcy No More. People love talking about the I Have a Dream part, but he spoke about police brutality in that particular speech, so this is not new. In fact, if you go back to nearly every riot that took place in the 60s, nearly every single riot was preceded by p police violence against black people. Nearly every single one. Detroit, Los Angeles, Selma, we could go on and on. So what are you doing? And how are you, as the council chair, how are you challenging your fellow members to think differently and operate differently after this body camera footage comes out? Well, to fix the problem. Rolling. Yeah, Roland, um, I have been on, I've been the lone vote on a number of different issues. Uh, and I don't mind, mind being there. Uh, you know, I'm going to do all, I think that this is a, this is, this is almost like a defibrillator to this city. It should shake us. It should wake us out of this state and have more support for more progressive action. So, uh, I don't have a problem fording more progressive ideas, and I will continue to do so for the time remaining in my term. But I just hope that, and you know, I, uh, uh, Ms. Sherman and I, we had, I stayed after the meeting on Tuesday. We had an extended conversation. Uh, and I didn't, there's an old saying down here, if you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, only the one that's hit will holler. And so as she levied that they, because I know I'm not in that they category, I'm open to having the dialogue and listening to the improvements that we need to make in this community. I'm not sitting here and professing that I have all the answers, but I'm willing to listen and implement some of these recommendations and changes. So, so what, so what, 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 what do you need? And that is, uh, are we six talking votes. about, um, I need six the, votes. The, the no, 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 no. What I'm, what, no, what I'm saying is, uh, are we calling for, are you calling for 
uh, a, uh, a, a, a citywide uh, town hall? Uh, are you challenging national media uh, to bring their cameras in uh, and begin to press the issue? Uh, look, I mean, this is, look, look, all these people love, I mean, look, look, this is, this is January 27th. We just finished celebra celebrating the national anniversary of King's um, birthday. April 4th is going to be uh, the, uh, the, the, the anniversary of his assassination. Uh, and again, folks love talking about these things. And so, so what about that? What about throwing that gauntlet down saying, uh, again, you want something that's, that's citywide. You want to see religious leaders. You want to see business leaders, political leaders, uh, and, and applying pressure. And so what do you need, not just from Amber, what do you need from us and others to get you those six votes? Man, man look, uh, attention like this. Attention like this. And so uh, that's why every opportunity to talk about this particular issue. And one of the, the way that I'm painting this, uh, Roland, is that this is not a black on black type of issue. This is a blue on black type of issue. The, the, those that happen to be on the receiving end of this brutality, more often than not, or with these negative outcomes, tend to be people that look like you and I. But that's at the hands of whites, that's at the hands of blacks as well in this particular instance. So what I'm you know, willing, willing to do, I would love to have you to, and others to host town, help me host town hall meetings and put the pressure to get some substantive, substantive change here in this community. Amber, are you and others looking at um, galvanizing people and recruiting others to put pressure on business interest uh, in Memphis? Uh, I would like to know where is Fred Smith and FedEx? Uh, where are uh, the Grizzlies? Where are all of these, um, uh, you know, again, companies doing business there? Because what we what we know is that business leaders uh, also have a huge impact in forcing political leaders uh, to change. Yeah, I think that it's, uh, there's a, it's a, it sets a very important precedent, um, considering that Tyree did work at FedEx. And although um, his family has said that, you know, his higher-ups have, you know, supported the family and sent condolences, Fred Smith definitely, definitely has come out and make a statement and support the demands of the family of disbanding these units that are over-policing our communities. They ultimately took Tyree's life, and there's story after story of folks who have interacted with them. Um, and I definitely think, I mean, people know about that action. So I definitely think that folks pulling up like you and others reaching out and coming to the city and highlighting what's going on until we get tangible change definitely needs to happen because we've been organizing in the city, our, the official BLM Memphis chapter, decarcerate um, for years and continue to be ignored. Decarcerate literally just had a meeting with the city council on December 9th. Um, giving data around traffic stops here and how they um, unjustly discriminated against black men and, and black women at extreme rates. And then just a month later, Tyree is killed. And I can't help, um, just like we presented Chip. at the council mm -hmm. and in previous meetings, to you know mention that we did warn that this would happen, that this continual use of pretextual traffic stops um, for black folks would lead to murder. Chairman, when is the next city council meeting? The next city council meeting, our, our meetings normally are the first and the third Tuesdays of the month. I'm not sure exactly what exact date that this, that's going to fall on. February but 7th. Normally, I, February, okay, February 7th, and then that means that the second one is going to be on February 21st. Got it. Okay. All right. We'll appreciate that. 
Uh, we'll be following up uh, with, with more uh, because, again, we want to see action. That was action taken by the Louisville City Council after the death of Breonna Taylor. It was a part of that settlement. Uh, and so uh, I'm, quite, I, I'm quite sure Ben Crump in his communication with the family, that they also want to see some actual changes uh, tied to any potential settlement. And so we'll see what happens there. But uh, we certainly will keep that pressure up as well. Uh, Chairman thank Jones, thank you so very much. Uh, Amber Sherman, thanks a bunch for, uh, for joining us as well. Uh, folks, uh, thank you very much. When we come back, we'll talk, we're going to pull in our panel, discuss this. We'll continue talking about what's happening at Bethune-Cookman as well. Don't forget, we're going to be in Daytona Beach, Florida next Friday, one week from today. Uh, for a community town hall specifically of, of revolving around the issues uh, at Bethune-Cookman. Uh, that is taking place, folks, uh, at the uh, Greater Friendship uh, Baptist Church. Uh, you see the graphic right there. Uh, we are going to be there again. Uh, one to give those students uh, an opportunity uh, to say what they have to say. Uh, they also have a list of demands, and so we're going to be uh, sharing that. And so if you're in the Daytona Beach, Orlando area, it's open to the public. We would love for uh, students, faculty, staff, administrators, board members, the general public, alumni to all come out because our goal is to get things fixed, is to get things done. That's what it's all about. And so we will be there with our team again uh, next Friday, uh, Daytona Beach, uh, Florida, February 3rd. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Doors open at 5 p.m. And so we look forward uh, to y'all being there. Don't forget, uh, folks, and here's the deal. I told y'all to do these things. It costs money. Uh, it's going to cost us probably at least $15,000 to travel all of our crew, hotels, and everything like that to support us in what we do. Please join our Bring the Funk fan club. Your dollars make it possible for us to be able to do these things. I would love for us to go to Memphis, do the exact same thing, but it takes money. Checks and money orders. Go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zell, Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. We'll be right back. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, I'm sure you've heard that saying that the only thing guaranteed is death and taxes. The truth is that the wealthy get wealthier by understanding tax strategy. And that's exactly the conversation that we're gonna have on the next Get Wealthy, where you're going to learn wealth hacks that help you turn your wages into wealth. Taxes is one of the largest expenses you ever have. You really gotta know how to manage that thing and get that under control so that you can build wealth. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Hood-Martin, and I have a question for you. Ever feel as if your life is teetering and the weight and pressure of the world is consistently on your shoulders? Well, let me tell you, living a balanced life isn't easy. Join me each Tuesday on Black Star Network for a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. We'll laugh together, cry together, pull ourselves together, and cheer each other on. So join me for new shows each Tuesday on Black Star Network, a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. Pull up a chair, take your seat, the Black Table. With me, Dr. Greg Carr, here on the Black Star Network. Every week, we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. 
Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. We want to know where are the unions? Where does the fraternal order of police stand on this? We have not heard from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear you say that what happened to Tyree, what happened to this family, should never, ever happen again. That you condemn the brutality, the savagery, the terrorism, the heinousness, the vulgarity of these actions. And we should all stand for that. You don't have to be a police union. We all have to just have a soul and a heart. Folks, that was uh, Antonio Romanucci, one of the attorneys for the Tyree Nichols family. This is how Christopher Ray, the FBI director, how he described that body camera footage that's going to be released in less than an hour of the death of the beating of Tyree Nichols. Obviously tragic. I have seen the video myself, and I will tell you, I was appalled. I'm struggling to find a stronger word, but I will just tell you, I was appalled. Um, the FBI, working with the Justice Department, uh, takes great pride in our color of law investigations, and we will pursue, as has already been announced, an investigation here, and we'll do it professionally, without fear or favor, by the book, uh, as I think is expected of us. Uh, as far as preparation, all of our field offices have been alerted to work closely with their state and local partners, including in particular, of course, in Memphis in the event. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Of something getting out of hand, but I would just add my voice to the attorney generals uh, and to the families uh, to whom my heart goes out, uh, that there's a right way and a wrong way in this country to express uh, being upset or angry about something, and we need to make sure that if there is that sentiment expressed here, it's done in the right way. The family had an independent autopsy done on Tyree Nichols. Uh, here to discuss that and those injuries is Dr. Roger Mitchell, Jr., chair and professor of the Howard University Department of Pathology. He was not involved in that independent autopsy. My panel also joining me here. Uh, uh, let's welcome Michael Imhotep, host of the African History Network show, Matt Manning, civil rights attorney, and later will be joined by Brianna Cartwright, uh, political strategist. Uh, Dr. Mitchell, based upon uh, the results of the independent autopsy, just explain, walk folks through what it revealed. Yeah, so, you know, the, the, the independent autopsy suggested that there was excessive bleeding, um, but I would proffer that um, the full autopsy and the independent autopsy is going to reveal uh, what we call in forensic pathology multiple blunt force trauma. Um, multiple blunt force trauma uh, is, um, you know, fancy terms for bruises, um, contusions, scrapes, and fractures, and hemorrhage or bleeding. And so anytime that someone sustains blunt force injuries, whether it's from, you know, baton strikes, if that's what we end up seeing in the video, or uh, boots, or punches, hands, and fists, um, those reveal and, and end up having uh, having blunt force trauma as the as the reason, and blunt force trauma um, can lead to someone's death in multiple different ways. Uh, the majority of the time, if blunt force trauma is going to lead to someone's death, is uh, particularly if it's at the hands of another, if it's an if it's an altercation or a fight that leads to death, uh, it's going to be because of a brain injury. Um, or hemorrhage on the brain, terms like subdural or subarachnoid hemorrhage will be terms that we would be looking for in the, um, in the official autopsy um, and the second autopsy examination. Uh, Matt Manning, when you hear all of that, when you hear these descriptions, um, it sounds like, I mean, again, this young man was simply beaten and stomped to death uh, by these cops. Uh, it's amazing how fast they moved, but Romanucci said something that is important. It's amazing how quiet the police union is. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And it's funny that we would have this conversation today because I was telling a panel I was on earlier today that, you know, in order for the police to retain credibility, particularly where something like this happens, they have to be willing to police their own. We know they're not. I mean, that's a pipe dream. But in order for them to have credibility, they have to say, this is beyond the pale. And for the police unions to come out the way they do, where they think they've got a strong narrative or a strong defense, and to come out and try to assassinate the character of the victim, as we customarily see them do, 
that makes them lose credibility where they don't come out in a situation like this where somebody is immediately indicted and arrested and, you know, the, uh, the footage is known to be appalling. When they don't call that out, then they lose all credibility. And as it relates to Dr. Mitchell um, and his, uh, his, you know, discussion of what's in the autopsy, I've seen a million autopsy reports and, you know, the, the manner of death is likely going to be homicide, but the cause of death being multiple blunt force trauma is particularly impactful for people when they consider that that means this person was just had a sustained beating, right? Rather than one major injury, it means that at the hands of these five officers, this person was just beaten, beaten, beaten incessantly. And that's important because that shows this is not a matter of just officers making a split-second decision, as we often hear them say. This was a concerted and continued effort to cause harm, which ultimately took his life. So I think this video is going to corroborate that, and I think that um, it's important for people to realize that you're talking about the furthest end of the spectrum. I find it interesting, Michael, uh, how all of these police departments nationwide are all of a sudden on alert, Capitol Hill Police. Uh, all 4,000 officers in Washington, D.C., departments all across the country. President Biden issues a statement yesterday uh, saying, saying, please, no violence, uh, no violence. Well, first of all, let's just be real clear. When black folks previously reacted that way, it was because the cop wasn't the cop or the cops weren't indicted. They weren't charged. They weren't arrested. And so this is different, but, but it's interesting how all these people are rushing right to, hey, 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 no violence. Why the hell don't y'all tell the cops that? Yeah, you know, that's 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 something I was going to say, uh, Roland, that there has already been violence. There was violence inflicted upon the body of, of Tyree Nichols. Uh, to the point that he laid in the hospital for three days. And if I'm correct from the pictures that I saw, it looked like he had a breathing tube in his mouth. Uh, he ended up dying from um, the alleged beating that he suffered. So uh, the, the, so <laughs> the first thing that, that they should do is to tell the police officers don't beat the hell out of people and kill them. That's the first thing that, that, she, that they should do. There's already been violence. Um, Secondly, I, I think I think probably the majority of the protests will be uh, nonviolent protests. Now, nonviolent doesn't mean quiet. You can be nonviolent and, re and be loud at the same time, because I, I find it interesting when people say peaceful protests. No, you, you can raise hell, but just be nonviolent, OK? Um, thirdly, the I was reading uh, uh, some articles today from NBC News dealing with this in the press conference, et cetera, and they said uh, uh, on, as of Thursday, um, the local police union there in uh, Memphis has has uh, had no comment. Okay, so you know the video must be bad for them to have no comment because if there was something exculpatory in the video that would give reason for the police to beat the hell out of Tyree like that. You know the police union would have said that because the yep. police pay the police pay for the police union. So it yep. must be really bad for them to have no comment. And on the national nationally when we look at the Fraternal Order of Police and the International Associations of Police Chiefs, I think there should be a renewed effort to put pressure on them to come out and support once again the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act because they supported it uh, when it passed the House 
and when it was in negotiations in the Senate. They, these, these two police unions supported that bill. So this is an opportunity, I think. It's going to be crazy with this, with this crazy QAnon uh, conspiracy theory uh, coup, plotter, uh, coup plotters running out. Gotcha. House. But uh, I think this is an opportunity here also. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mitchell, um, uh, when w whatever these things happen, um, the family will do their own independent autopsy uh, because, frankly, in many cases, they don't trust the medical examiner. Um, we've seen places where the ME have as a line with versions coming from police. Um, and, and and really just what I think just 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 really just this thing yells. It, it just it just yells. Uh, what, what this autopsy reveal, and once we get the official one as well, just the sheer brutality of how five cops treated this young man. But not just that, people got, got to remember, they fired two fire department officials that treated him as well. So it wasn't just them beating, it was the shoddy care he receives after the beating. Had he gotten proper care, he might be alive. How many of these, Roland, do we not know about? Mm -hmm. How many of these types of cases are happening on a daily, a weekly, a monthly basis in our communities across the country that are not getting this type of exposure? And the reality of it is that it's happening all of the time. And right now, we know uh, I'm the Speaker of the House of the National Medical Association, oldest, largest black group of physicians. And we know that currently the federal government and local governments are not, not counting the amount of people that are dying in the custody of law enforcement, whether being beaten to death like we, we're seeing with Tyree Nichols or dying from natural disease or suicide by shoddy uh, work that's happening in our carceral system, health care that's in our carceral system. So it, 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 it is telling that EMS is being held responsible. There are not many uh, cases that I've been involved in, and I've been a forensic pathologist for over 15 years. I was the chief medical examiner for Washington, D.C., and there are not many cases where the where the EMS, the, the, the emergency medical services personnel, have been held accountable for their work in not providing care. That, I think it's unprecedented, and, and I think that it—I think what we're dealing with here— when this video comes out, is is really a current Emmett Till moment. You know, George Floyd yep. was was that watershed, um, and I think we're dealing with another opportunity for us to develop stronger policies in our communities um, that hold law enforcement accountable, but also. Um, yep. We need to be counting the amount of people that are dying, deaths in custody, and right now it's not just. The, the Department of Justice or the law enforcement organizations that should be held accountable here. It's our public health infrastructure and yeah. also should be held accountable yep, here. Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, Dr. Mitchell, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, thank you so very much. No, it's my pleasure. 
All right, folks, we come back more on this. Also, Bethune-Cookman, uh, as folks uh, continue to speak out on student demands there. Hey, folks, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. Also, we're only 1,288 uh, subscribers shot of hitting 1 million on YouTube. So a bunch of y'all watching right now. If you ain't subscribed, hit the subscribe button so we can hit a million doing this show. Don't be riding for free. Hit the subscription button. I'll be right back. Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and my new show, Get Wealthy, focuses on the things that your financial advisor and bank isn't telling you, but you absolutely need to know. So watch Get Wealthy on the Black Star Network. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, folks, welcome back to Roland Martin Unfiltered. Students at Bethune-Cookman have released uh, a series of demands they want met by the university. First, and one of the things on there is that uh, they want to be involved in the search process for a new president. Folks, if we have those demands, you can pull them up, please. Uh, students have been meeting uh, on the campus. Uh, and you got to remember, you got you your students here protesting and meeting, but you also, we should have it. I, po- I gave it to you guys earlier. Uh, so if y'all can pull it up, please, it'd be great. Um, what you have is you have you have the students you have students who are making demands when it comes to dormitories when it comes to safety and things along those lines. That's first. Uh, that's that's happening there uh, on campus. But you still have football players. They would like to see Ed Reed return uh, as a head coach. And the president has said uh, that it's not going to happen, but that does not stop those football players from demanding that. Patrick Robinson is a graduate uh, of Bethune-Cookman. He joins us now. Um, he participated in a meeting that took place the other day uh, between former players uh, and uh, current players. Uh, Patrick, uh, it, it, it's very. It's, we, we had the, uh, one of the, qu- the quarterback on yesterday who just who, who talked about he came there because of Ed Reed, and he's describing. He said, "Look, I'm, I'm sleeping in a dorm room. The air doesn't work. I'm sweating like crazy." Uh, he talked about other just just awful conditions. Uh, I've had parents emailing me saying how uh, they, they, they their children they've had uh, uh, you know uh, the, the locks not working on their room and and in dealing with you know urine on the bathroom floor and shower heads not working and and on and on and on and we've heard university officials talk about their impact uh, when it came to uh, the hurricane that hit them as well on the flip side you know Bethune Cookman between the federal government and uh, and the state uh, got you know, about 75 or 80 million dollars in the past uh, two or three years as well. Uh, And so what I keep saying is people have to stop acting like what these students are saying um, is no big deal. They are the constituents. What they say they are dealing with matters. Correct. Um, I can only speak on as far as going back to when I was there. I feel like a big part of the problem that the school had from what my understanding was the transition when we went from a university from a college. And uh, the biggest problem that we had was a lot of the funding went allocated to trying to make those programs, but they forgot about the students. And that became a big problem for us. And um, as I saw, we lost a lot of transition of leadership. Uh, since I've left, I believe there's maybe five, six presidents, that interim presidents. And at the time I was there, we didn't really have as much 
fluctuality with that. But then when they say that weather is an issue and that's the excuse why the campus is uh, horrible, there's been plans in store since I was there and before I was there. Shoot, since Mary was there with the five kids. That, that, that I've seen the campus in worse conditions. And uh, I believe a lot of my friends and alumni, I've seen them cleaning up and uh, other Greek organizations were on campus cleaning that campus up and had it back ready within two weeks. So as far as that, I believe it's a lot of lack of leadership. And they forgot about the students and started focusing on how to benefit the the school, not the uh, actual students anymore, because a lot of the students tend to move off campus anyway after the first semester because of the lack, the sorry conditions at the school. Uh, I literally just got, I literally just got a a text message from one of the football players who said, "Mold on the bread they just serve at dinner can't make this up, Mr. Martin." It literally came in in the last 60 seconds. They just served. And, and for better or worse, um, campus dining wasn't what it was now as far as my business to the school, but it was atrocious. And there's lack of, you know, options for students around in the neighborhood. I, I see they did go with uh, other catering companies to come in and start opening up shops and other options, but this is very limited for what kind of money that school receives to put and invest into the students. Uh, it's a shame that it's gotten like this, but I'm talking down with, with former presidents years ago, and that's why I went to the school. Uh, Dr. Uh, Reed was one of them, and Mr. Brunson was uh, one of them, and both of them had the idea of keeping that school how Mary wanted it. We entered the learning, the part to serve, and it's now becoming despicable to see it becoming more about let's collect the money, but let's not take care of the students. And, and um, that's why I had to get on the show to speak for the students that haven't been there right now, but the ones who were there when the transition of this nonsense started, because it wasn't that bad, Roland. So, uh, so you talk about speaking for uh, uh, Let's speak, speaking for uh, those students. So, uh, so the question now, and again, you know, the, the, the president met with uh, the players uh, along with AD Reggie Theus. Uh, they say, uh, you know, they they had invited me to the campus, but then they were nigging on that, saying, you know, their their focus is just on the students there. We wanted to visit the campus. He, he invited me. Uh, the, then, of course, they uh, changed their mind. Uh, so, the, the thing that really jumps out. Uh, uh, what is next? You know, what are you, what are other former football players, what are your alumni, what are you saying to this administration, but saying also to this board of directors, this is the board of trustees, what you want them to do? Well, what we want is, uh, I believe the students do want to get more involved in who's being selected as the president, the next president and the search of the president and being more involved in those activities because it seems to me that there's no connection with faculty, the higher-ups I'm speaking of, trustees, the board, the presidents, and the students anymore. It's, we make the decision, this is how it's going to be. We're going to keep raising tuition, and y'all going to keep getting crumbs. That's what I'm seeing now, and I think that 
alumni and current students, we need to keep on speaking our minds. Because I remember there were a lot of issues back in my time when we did have issues bringing up, you know, certain smaller issues. But SGA would fight for stuff. Students, organizations, from Greeks to the cultural organizations, they would fight for whatever they needed to do. They would talk. And I believe that it's becoming harder from what I'm hearing from the current students to reach out to the staff when, as I was there, I remember you can walk into the president's office and pretty much, you know, request to speak, and they would actually make time. Now it seems like you're really trying to get to the president of the United States and you need, you know, G-certified clearance. All right, Patrick Robinson, we appreciate you joining us from New York. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. Uh, Michael, Matt, you know, what's interesting here, uh, I've had, again, so many people mad and upset at me talking about our coverage has been horrendous. How dare you? Oh, you're an outsider. You're not one of us. You're not an HBCU. I'm sitting there going, I don't give a damn about none of that. What I care about is how are you providing for the students, faculty, staff, administration? That's what it boils down to. And I think what we have to do, Matt, we have to be willing as black folks to accept the heat when stuff ain't going right. And then when stuff is happening, also properly praise. Yes, you're exactly right. I think we're, you know, called to do that, to be accountable, right? I mean, we can't hold other people accountable and shirk it when it comes to us. And it's not comfortable, don't get me wrong, but we have to do it. And I think you said something earlier, Roland, that I have not heard enough that I thought was really brilliant, is calling the students the constituents. What we see a lot of times in these circumstances is we see a tenor, this idea that because they're, you know, generally in early 20s, not... Uh, supporting themselves with families in, in a lot of circumstances, in most circumstances, they are kind of quasi-adults, not actual adults who pay an extraordinary amount of money to get an education and who, by virtue of that, uh, you know, deserve quality in their accommodations, quality in their education, a say in who leads their university. Um, and I like that you termed it as constituents because that's what they are. And even in my time at Howard, we protested for the, you know some of the same reasons, unfortunately. And the response was always like, you don't really have you know the right to complain about things, or you guys are entitled, or whatever the response was. But it was never rooted in the idea that yeah, you pay a boatload of money to go here, and you should be able to complain about the conditions. So I do think. It's important to shine a light on that, even at, at the you know risk of ridicule, to say, look, we got to hold you accountable too. Particularly if we're providing to us, we can't give ourselves you know bad conditions. So I'm glad the students are standing up, and I hope that their demands are heard and heeded. And I especially like that they're demanding to be involved in the selection of their next president, because hopefully that creates a synergy between the administration and the students who are the constituents of said administration. I got about one minute here, Michael. The thing here uh, is, if it wasn't for all this media attention, if it wasn't for Ed Reed's outburst and the subsequent media attention, this stuff would not be addressed. Those students' concerns would be falling on deaf ears. 
Well, not only that, Roland, number one, you're a journalist. Number two, you don't have to be from a certain school. You don't have to be from a certain community to actually cover the story. This is what black media does. This is what you do. You brought on students. You brought on Ed Reed. Uh, you brought on the acting president of Bethune-Cookman as well. That's responsible journalism, especially African-American uh, journalism and African-American media. This is what we do. So, um, you, you know, and I, and I would challenge people to compare the uh, views that you get on social media, especially YouTube, for this story. Compare that to what other media outlets get covering this story as well. Yours is probably right at the top, if not at the top. So this is why people should support the Black Star Media Network. Don't just share the video. You actually have to support this because without financial support, things like this don't. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Happen. Coverage like this does not happen. Um, folks, uh, we are going to be in um, Daytona Beach next week. Pull the graphic up, folks. We're going to be uh, there with our community forum, uh, hearing directly from those students, alumni, faculty, staff, you name it. We're going to be at Greater Friendship Baptist Church, 539 George W. Ingram Boulevard. Doors open at 5 p.m. We'll be live from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, so please come on out. We want to uh, pack the house 
impact the House uh, in a uh, huge way. Uh, and so because we want to hear the concerns and again, help folk uh, get uh, what they need. Coming up next, we'll talk to one of the former uh, football players who was in that meeting with the president. Also, we'll tell you about a vote of no confidence for the president of Jackson State and the head coach at Albany State is apologizing profusely for granting a scholarship to a white athlete who lost his scholarship at the University of Florida for using the N-word. I'll tell you about those two stories as well. Next on Roland Mark Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Again, folks, support us in what we do. Join uh, the Black Star. Join our Bring the Funk fan club. Your dollars make it possible for us to do what we do. Cash App, uh, Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, check in money orders, P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Back in a moment. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. An hour of living history with Dr. Richard Mariba Kelsey, thinker, builder, author, and one of the most important and impactful elders in the African-American community. He reflects on his full and rich life and shares his incomparable wisdom about our past, present, and future. African genius is saying that my uncle was a genius, my brother was a genius, my neighbor was a genius. I think we ought to drill that in ourselves and move ahead rather than believing that I got it. That's next on The Black Table, here on the Black Star Network. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives, and we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, I'm sure you've heard that saying that the only thing guaranteed is death and taxes. The truth is that the wealthy get wealthier by understanding tax strategy. And that's exactly the conversation that we're gonna have on the next Get Wealthy, where you're going to learn wealth hacks that help you turn your wages into wealth. Taxes is one of the largest expenses you ever have. You really got to know how to manage that thing and get that under control so that you can build wealth. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. And some other HBCU news, folks, at Jackson State University, the faculty senate, they have given a vote of no confidence to President Thomas Hudson. According to the Clarion Ledger, the faculty senate voted to bring concerns to the community campus and stakeholders at last night's meeting. Faculty senate president Dr. Don Bishop McLean said the faculty senate noted, quote, these university leaders, including Hudson, have exhibited a continuous pattern of failing to respect shared governance, transparency, accountability, and have worked outside of professional norms that have brought implications. Hudson responded to that vote with a series of tweets. He said the faculty senate has voiced concerns over research, campus safety, and curriculum changes, areas my administration has prioritized. The senate's role is to express concerns through various means, including votes, votes no confidence, which are not to be taken lightly or personally. A better JSU is a shared goal we are all working towards. My administration has been one that tackles serious, long-term issues head-on and that will continue through hard work 
teamwork, collaboration, and a shared vision. I'm grateful for the work of all Jacksonians that has helped JSU continue to thrive as a world-class high research institution despite multiple obstacles. Let's continue to work together to elevate JSU. Hashtag JSU Elevate. Uh, Mississippi, uh, Mississippi institutions of higher learning will likely investigate the claims of the faculty senate. All right, folks, at Albany State, drama there. You might have seen the story where a white well, high school quarterback uh, who uh, lost his scholarship at the University of Florida for, for using the N-word was offered a scholarship at the HBCU Albany State. Mm, that did not sit well with the Albany State community. Folks, the head coach, uh, he has issued uh, a profuse apology uh, to all of them. Uh, I'm going to read this here, folks, if y'all can pull it up, please. Uh, this is a statement that was released uh, by Albany State uh, on social media by Quinn Gray Sr., the head football coach of the Albany State Golden Rams football team. In this particular statement, uh, he uh, says, let me start with a humble apology, an apology for not honoring the tradition and history of ASU and for letting many of you down. He said, I didn't uphold the Ramley standard that I know you expect. Please know that my decision to speak with a student that did not meet uh, your expectations was unacceptable. I only wanted the best for our team, athletes, and institution when I invited the student uh, to visit ASU. As I say to our players, there's a consequence to every action. The consequences of my actions brought pain to our university. I was trying to help a student get back in competition, and in my haste, I did not consider the impact the decision would have on all of you. Frankly, it wasn't my place to use ASU as a platform for redemption in this case. I regret that I used flawed judgment. If given the opportunity, I will do better. ASU expects excellence. The president has made it clear that my actions did not meet that standard. It was never my intention to misrepresent what ASU stands for, nor to ignore the rich history of this institution. I am fully committed to the university's mission uh, support, of supporting academic excellence and student success. Being accepted into the Ramley is something that you have to earn. The Ramley embodies the spirit, authenticity, and love forged from the toll of giants before me. My actions cause you to question my commitment to our institution and our ancestors. As the consequences go, uh, uh, I hope to find a way back into the Ramley. Without a doubt, I will be all in. Go Rams. That was head football coach Quinn Gray Sr. Now, he was a coach at Memphis, and they were recruiting this particular player, and that's where they actually formed a relationship. Real quick, I'm going to do a quick uh, round of comments from my panel. Brianna Cartwright joins us. Uh, I, I must say, Michael, uh, that uh, head coach realizes, dang, I effed up. Yeah, I, I think he did. And, you know, the – the whole thing to me is really deplorable, Roland, as somebody that doesn't use the N-word, as somebody, and I'm black, in case people don't know it, as somebody that doesn't use the N-word and think that nobody should use it, especially in music, you know, but then to offer a scholarship as well because he wanted to give this uh, quarterback a, a chance or a second chance or something like that. It's just, it's just wrong all the way around to me. Uh, Matt? I thought that apology was BS. He chose up. What he thought, I guess, is that people wouldn't do their homework and find out what this kid was expelled from the, or, you know, let go from the other school for. But 
this is stupid. And I thought a lot of the apology was just platitudes. I mean, you know what time it is. You don't put this person on your team. You don't give them a scholarship, especially irrespective of any relationship that you have. And I do think, you know, using the terminology, I should not have used this school as the place for redemption is right. I don't think you should be using an HBCU to redeem a racist. Brianna? Matt said everything that needs to be said. Uh, honestly, they thought they would get away with it. They're used to getting away with things. Uh, they know that <laughs> in words should not be used. Uh, and until we push back, they're going to keep on trying. And always their apologies are fake. They knew better when they said it. Uh, um, folks, uh, I was supposed to right now be interviewing um, one of the Bethune-Cookman players, uh, but uh, the body cam footage out of Memphis has been released to our control room. Uh, you need to go to the city of Memphis's Vimeo page. Uh, that's where uh, the video is right now. Um, it, this is breaking news. Uh, and again, so let me do a reset of this breaking news, folks. Uh, Tyree Nichols uh, was, um, was stopped, arrested, and beaten by five Memphis police officers a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he spent three days in the hospital, eventually dying of his injuries. Uh, those five police officers, all African-American, were fired by the city of Memphis. Uh, what then happened was uh, they were then indicted on yesterday. All five have been arrested. Uh, the city of Memphis announced that the body cam footage was going to be released uh, after 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the video has been released. Uh, so control room, let me know when y'all have it. So let me brace people, okay? So there are a lot of people out there. There are, pe there are a lot of folks who said, hey, uh, they don't want to see it. They don't want it to be shown. Uh, they, they don't want to watch it. I totally understand. But uh, we cover news. This is what we do. Uh, and so we are going uh, we're going to show that video uh, in order to uh, have the proper context uh, and understanding. And so I'm giving you ample, ample time here and ample warning uh, before we actually uh, show uh, that video. Uh, we have heard the description from city officials, from the FBI director, from defense attorneys, from the family. We've heard it from uh, the White House as well, how horrific this video is. And so uh, we want to, again, uh, properly, um, properly uh, brace you for it um, to the control room. Let me know when you all have it um, again. It's um, I've seen some notes, seen some notes here uh, that uh, it, it's uh, you know, the videos on uh, Memphis's um, uh, uh, Vimeo page. So please uh, take a take a look at that. Uh, you also have um, uh, one second. Because, uh, again, I, I've got uh, information coming in, tweets uh, and text messages that are coming in uh, as well from the city of Memphis. Uh, while, while, while you're looking for that, let me do this here. Uh, let's play the video of his mother, Tyree's mother, speaking about uh, his last words. The video captured. OK. All right. So, OK. So I'm not going to pull that video up. Um, and so. Uh, again, the mayor has released a statement. You go to their, uh, the city's page, you see all of these different statements that are coming from various officials uh, talking about uh, this here. And so we're going to show that in a second. Um, I want to go, Brianna. Brianna, uh, while, we're look, while, while, we're, while we're queuing it up, we're queuing the video up. Um, there are some people who, who say, look, do not show it. It's, it it's, we've had enough um, black, violent porn um, we shouldn't do it. 
And I totally understand that. Uh, but as a media organization, I have to remind people over and over and over again that if Mamie Till Mobley had not left open the casket of Emmett Till, I don't believe America and the civil rights movement would have been the same. And I think, and I get it, today is, I think, was it today or yesterday? National, today is National Holocaust Remembrance Day. There's a reason why they say never forget and never again. There's a reason why you see so many Holocaust movies. There's a reason why you see those old film reels. Because they wanted it seared into the minds of every person on this earth what happened to Jews in Germany. I think the reason the reaction to George Floyd's death was what it was, was because America saw with their own eyes and they had to watch as life was taken out of this man's body in around about nine minutes. And so I get people who say we shouldn't, but as a purpose of person in the media, the reality is we can't, we cannot let these people go. Um, it probably wasn't that bad. No, they have to be confronted with the brutality that continues to exist. Your thoughts? Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think that the power of the camera has created uh, incremental change in our civil rights movement. Uh, we saw drastic changes once we you know, could film the marches at all. And then we saw color and we could see the blood. Um, I, I know that we don't like to see it and we're seeing over and over and over again, and it's very painful. Um, but I do think that it needs to be seen. I think using trigger words and um, allowing for time and people deciding, especially people within the community who already know the issue, who, who's already feeling it, who's already had experiences, which actually brings further trauma, um, it allows for them to retreat back. Um, but I think um, promulgating it forward is always uh, necessary uh, in order for change to occur. Uh, control room, how long is the video? Okay, all right, folks. Uh, we are right now uh, about to show uh, the video uh, of, the, of the brutal, the brutal beating of Tyree Nichols. Uh, if you do not want to watch, please turn away right now, and we will show it. Five, four, Three, two, one. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Oh, yeah, I can understand. Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out right now, actually. I'll let you know. Okay. We're going to uh, we're going to pull out of this. Now we're going to show you the beginning, the beginning of what took place with these cops in Tyree Nichols. Let's now play that. Yep. All right, we're pulling that up right now. Uh, so again, uh, this is here we go. Oh. 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 Oh.
do anything. Hey, 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 I didn't turn your ass around. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, 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 hold Okay, I'm gonna tase your ass. Alright, I'm on the ground. Lay down! Lay down! Lay down! Please tase on the ground! I'm gonna tase you! Get on the ground! One! Now! I'm tasing you! Alright, okay! Put your ass right Break your shit! Okay, dude, damn! Turn the fuck around! Put your fucking hands on Bitch, put your hands behind your back while I'm Okay, stop. I'm going to knock your ass the fuck okay, out. you guys are really doing a lot right now. Bro, stop. lay down. I'm Wait. just trying to go home. Lay down. Man, if you don't lay down. Bro, I am on the ground. Put your hands behind your stomach. I'm going to spray it. I'm spraying. I got it. Spray. Spray. Okay. Get the fuck back. Stop. I'm not doing Deployed. Suspect is running down Ross. <sighs> Young male black, slim build, blue jeans, and a hoodie. Southbound on Ross, when we last saw him. What's up? I got you. All right, hang on, hang on. Ready? All right, just straight. One of the prongs hit the bastard. All right, your car is right in front of you. This is my car. Grab my wallet. All right, hang on. Where's your water? Negative 2938. Where are my damn glasses at? I can't see jack shit. Hit my glasses when he was fighting me. Mm -hmm. 
Negative, we just saw him running down Ross. We're making it right. Yeah. find my glasses and get this damn taser downloaded. Put me in the two box. Put me in the two box. All right, folks. So um, there. Are, so just so you know, there are four different videos. We're gonna put me in a two box. We're gonna have that video going. So what we're doing is we're looking at so there are four different videos, uh, four different body cam videos. You see that one there. So we're looking for the other video to show you when they um, when they when they track down Tyree Nichols. Um, you saw the previous video when they pulled over. They were yelling at him to get down. Uh, then, then you see him take off. You see them fire the tasers at him. And then the cops then begin to pursue him. Um, Carol, let me know when we have discovered that video uh, there as well. I want to go to bring in my panel real quick while we're pulling the video up. So, again, folks, these things are happening. Look, we don't have the same size team as CNN, MSNBC. We don't have, you know, 100 people being able to pour over this stuff. So we got one person who's going over it. Uh, Matt, you, you, you saw that, that, that first one. You saw where you heard him say, guys, chill, chill. You know, I'm getting down. You, you heard him uh, saying, hey, why are you pulling me over? And, and you had these cops just, just, just their voices and just uh, and how they escalated versus de-escalating based upon what he was saying. And that is what's going to cook them at trial in their murder trial. Because I don't know how Tennessee works, but in most states, you have to prove a mental state, right? And it is clear that you intend to cause harm if you tell them, I'm going to break your shit, right? I mean, that's what the cop literally told him. He pulled, he said, man, I'm going to break it. Put your arm behind your back, or I'm going to break it, right? And he just kept cursing at him and yelling at him. I mean, the, the audio is horrendous. And unfortunately, it is not um, a one-off. This is how cops very often attack people all the time. I see videos like this all the time. It's absurd how many videos I've seen like this. Um, and if you look at the video 
that you showed first um, with there on the corner of the street there, that officer reared his leg back two or three times and kicked him directly in the head. So when this gets prosecuted, this is going to be one of the rare cases where people aren't trying to connect dots. The dots are there for him. I mean, they're very obviously trying to cause him harm, and it's from uh, malice, a place of malice and evil. It's not from any other reason. So I think they're going to have an easy case to prosecute criminally with what I've seen already, knowing that he died of his injuries. Uh, Michael, um, that first video we showed, and folks, again, let me know we had that next video queued up. The first video we showed was from a one of the neighborhood cameras. Now, the cities have these cameras, these, these high-crime areas, so that camera is supposed to record activity in high-crime areas. It ended up recording the crime of the cops viciously beating Tyree Nichols. Yeah, it, it recorded the crime all right. Um, let, let me just let me just say a couple of things here quickly. Uh, a, a few minutes ago, I'm watching uh, the show, your show, Roland. On actually, 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 Michael, hold on, Michael, hold on one second. Hold on one second. So we do have the next video queued up. Go ahead and play it. <clears throat> It has been five years since retired Harper's... A lot of great memories. Seeing kids do it makes it even better, especially in this day and age. Being out on the water side. So you see it right here. Uh, do we have the audio of this? Turn it up. Okay, so there's no audio on this. So this is when they were pursuing Ty, when they tracked Tyree down, correct? All right, folks, now you're about to see what happens. Two box, leave the audio up. Nichols yell for his mother. He is not far from the home. Michael M. Hotel. Uh, the reason we're seeing a black screen here because obviously the body cam of one of those officers came off and uh, and, and got turned over here. Uh, but you're, but in his mother in interviews talked about hearing her son cry out for him. He was not far uh, from home. Bring the audio down some, Michael, uh, your reaction. Again, we saw the early part. Clearly the body cam came off of the police officer, and that's why we're seeing this right here. We'll see if it comes back, uh, but Michael, uh, go ahead. Yeah, Roland, I've been watching different views uh, of this on different devices, but let me just say something. Uh, watch the show right now on Facebook. 
few minutes ago, you had 349 uh, viewers. Uh, and I just want everybody to know we deal with important topics every day. So watch this show every day, please, number one. Number two, um, when you look, when you saw the, uh, the video of them encountering him the first time, when you are surrounded by people and they're giving you different commands, that can be confusing. One officer is telling him to turn over. I, he, he didn't say which way. The other talk is saying he's going to break his arm. He's already on the ground. You want me to turn over my back? You want me to turn over my stomach? What have you? So you got you surrounded by people yelling, screaming at you, cussing at you, things like this. That's confusing. But third, I, I watched the interview that um, uh, was done with uh, uh, Sarah Lynn Davis, the police chief, Memphis police chief today. And she said they reviewed numerous cameras, numerous video from different cameras, different angles, things like this. They, she said they still have not been able to substantiate why he was pulled over in the first place. The officers that pulled him over said it was for a traffic stop. She said, after reviewing all the all the video cameras, different angles, different cameras, et cetera, they still cannot substantiate why he was pulled over in the first place. So um, this is another example. And unfortunately, these are all African-American police officers, phenotypically, maybe not in thought, but phenotypically. This is another example why everybody should not be police officers. And hopefully... That you know they they are convicted and uh, prosecute you know uh, get the uh, longest sentence because this is just inhumane the way they're treating him. Uh, Carol, let me know if we have uh, the again. This is this is another body cam footage here. Pull the audio up, please, um, uh, so we can hear what happened. Hey, he turned around. Yeah, he said, Come on, so. Y'all want me to bring him down there? Mom, I'm not bringing dude. Man, hell. Bring him down there. Oh, hell no. Fuck this. Fuck up, man. My mama. Bro, my eyes. I got spread. Oh, yeah, my shit's burning. I just reopened my shit back up, bro. Whoa. My leg, bro. My knee. Oh, shit. Bro, I said. Hey, he took our running soon. I seen him wiping his face, bro. Hold on, where y'all see him? Bro? Right here. He was running through the yard, bro. This is why I got him. I, like, I said he. I couldn't see no more. Boy, you said that we went through there. Yeah. Y'all said bald head though. I was like, yeah. but then he started running, bro. You saw, oh, yeah. He was wiping his face. I said he wiped his face. So that, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can't ride on time. Boy. I know. I see y'all. I see him. He's at a run. You can't ride on time. As soon as I took his ass to the ground. So I like, fuck my leg, bro. I know I'm finna feel this shit. Bro, my shit been hurting all day, but when I seen that boy running, bro, that yeah. motherfucker ain't yeah. sorry no more, bro. Yes, bro. Bro. That motherfucker over here. That motherfucker high. He high. He high as a mug. Hey, sit up, bro. Sit up, man. And, uh, here got Why the fuck wrong my radio, bro? Shit. My shit off the channel like a motherfucker. 
Now, what my light go, bro? He got me. I was going to be high as a kite. He set up for us. Come on, come on. The first video, this came from one of the neighborhood crime cameras that was mounted uh, on a pole. Uh, and so uh, that gave you, again, not body cam footage, that gave you the best view of actually what these officers did to Tyree Nichols. Watch. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today 
at purdueglobal.edu. I mean, you are watching, keep playing the video. I mean, you are watching them kicking and beating Tyree Nichols. I mean, you are seeing uh, the vicious behavior. Angry that he took off. Late, the body, the footage that we just showed you, you heard them talking uh, about it. You heard them uh, going on and on about uh, him taking off. Then you hear them saying, oh, he, he tried to grab so-and-so's gun. I mean, you, you, I mean, look, this is, I mean, they are waylaying this man. That's what they are doing. What, what they are doing is, is unbelievable. Um, um, and, and it's five of them. It's, look at them, punching in his chest, just, just punching in his face, rearing back. Just, you see him now just, just collapsing now to the ground. Three of them have got him in handcuffs. Three of them got him in handcuffs, and they're still. He's screaming and fighting for his life. Now they're laying on top of him. Are you trying to tell me that five cops can't properly subdue a man? And again, still laying on top of him. Two more cops now arrive on the scene. Look at the walk, walk, cop who's, you see him bent over, exhausted. He just kicked him in the head. One cop steps up, just grabs his ankles. Mm-hmm. More cops arrive on the scene. Now they all step away, and you see them bent over. They chased him. They're all tired. They're exhausted. Nichols is lying on the ground, moving his body, no attention whatsoever. Flashing lights in his face. No one is picking him up to put him in a patrol car. No one is lifting him up to sit. Now, now they're attempting to sit him up. EMTs have yet to arrive. Now they're dragging him to the car and sitting him up against the car. And again, you see all of these officers out of shape, bending over, complaining about their knee being injured, 
And this just goes on and on and on. Um, we're going to talk over this video because the, the, the reason being, folks, and again, do I want to show all of it? I do not. Uh, but you, you're seeing the lack of care given to him. Uh, and I want to see how long it takes for the paramedics to arrive. Uh, Brianna, uh, just your thoughts on, on what we've seen. Absolutely. Or, or it is, right. It's apparent uh, that there was intentionality, as Matt said, when the officers, I think there was four officers who, or two officers at least, who had his hands behind him. There were officers punching him in the face when he could not um, do anything back. Uh, and then it goes on and on. And when we heard the, body, the, the sound from the body camera, they kept on putting him up and said he's high as a kite. When we saw the original video, we can tell that he was speaking clearly in Chris, uh, that he didn't know what was going on, that he exited the car. And as we've stated, they don't know the reason why. They said it was just a regular traffic stop or why he was stopped. Um, and so with all that, for them, after they just beat this man, five men beat one man, and he's he's having issues staying up and, and, his body, and laying him on the ground in the body, they still didn't think anything of it. And so uh, I think, you know, we see a lot of this happen and over and over again. Um, and unfortunately, it usually is race-based in the sense of it's a white person against a black person. And so maybe they thought they could get away with this type of abuse because this is what's the culture in the police department. But there is no way, um, especially if this is admitted under evidence in a court, that a that any jury can find this as appropriate behavior. Michael. Yeah, Roland, you know, um, in, in the interview that I saw today, um, it was an extensive interview that was done with um, Police Chief Cerulean uh, Davis. Uh, she said all of her officers are trained in first aid. Uh, yet it appears that none of them rendered first aid uh, to Tyree Nichols. He's handcuffed. He's against the car. No, man, no. I mean, no, no, like the video is still, the video is still, the video is still playing. I mean, look at it. He is literally sitting up against the car. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cops I can count. Nobody offering any aid. Exactly, exactly. And when you are detained by police, uh, regardless of which state, regardless of which municipality, regardless of what you've done, you they are responsible for your care. They are responsible for your protection, your well-being. Um, and we see here that they had no regard, it appears, for his humanity, for his life. So hopefully every last one of them are convicted. And they, they should pray that the uh, prisoners in prison have more mercy on them than they, they had on Tyree Nichols. Matt? Well, they probably hope uh, that we're they don't have here, Matt, research the Matt, 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 Matt. So, Matt, we're seeing here, it looks like at this point, uh, EMT has arrived. Um, that's what it appears. Now, keep in mind, Matt, two, two EMT personnel, they were fired. Not just the five cops, but two fire department personnel were also fired. So it appears as if that's who is on the scene right now. Matt, go ahead. I'm sick. I'm sick, Roland, because um, 
it's just, I mean, it's appalling. Despite the fact that I do this for a living, this is just abhorrent. And there are a couple things I wanted to point out. The first thing is, I think more than five cops are going to lose their jobs for sure. I think the Department of Justice is going to bring federal civil rights charges probably against all of those cops standing there, because not only did most of them attack him, but none of them helped him. They're just standing around laughing and joking. This guy's fighting for his life. I think there's going to be subsequent charges. And I think what we might see is if in the state of Tennessee, you can have a jury trial on punishment like you can in the state of Texas. I bet a lot of these officers are just going to plead guilty and try to go straight to punishment to try to mitigate, you know, what could happen in the guilt and innocence phase. But the problem that they have here, I mean, one guy went to his car and got a baton and came out with the sole purpose of beating this guy up. He wasn't there trying to subdue him. He was just taking swings like it was a baseball bat. And they're going to have, I mean, serious problems on their hands. If I were the DA in this case, I wouldn't let them make a plea deal. I would make no plea deals on this case. I would go to the jury and say, you need to tell the community what you think this is worth. And if this is, I guess it's second degree in Tennessee, I don't know, 15 to 60 years, my money would be on a jury giving them all the absolute max. I don't think there's any way that there's anything that mitigates this, particularly because this uh, Mr. Nichols was subdued the entire time. And he was just literally trying to stand up. Normally what you see is they say they were fighting back, they were using force, whatever. He was trying to stand up and they were taking haymakers to his head. So I, none of this is defensible at all. And I just don't, I don't see how more officers don't get fired um, in the wake of this. I think they're going to all go to prison for a good long time. And it's going to be just like George Floyd insofar as there are going to be some who will be prosecuted for not stepping in. Um, and then the feds should in their investigation, charge all of them, and they're going to have federal and state charges. I don't see how you get out of that in this case. And the other thing is, very quickly, Roland, if you look at the position of the police cars and the fact that they didn't consider that overhead camera, look at where their dash cams are pointing. That is purposeful. That's because when they found him, they didn't want it to be recorded, right? Because this kind of thing happens all the time. Um, they were wearing body cams. Obviously, I don't know why they were stupid enough to do this on body cam, but I think that's a purposeful thing. And if I'm a prosecutor, I show that that's even more circumstantial evidence that they were angry that Mr. Nichols, you know, evaded their first contact with him and they took out their anger by beating him senselessly. Um, and, 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 and you see here, so here you have a stretcher, but he's still not in the ambulance, Brianna. I mean, this video has been going on uh, for a number of minutes. Yes, I wish we could get the audio in relation to this because they are looking at him, they're passing the lights, um, but they are doing no movement. Um, I didn't even see proper vitals. Uh, I do not know what they're contemplating, um, but there doesn't seem any urgency at all in order to once they should, I mean, they can tell, like he couldn't keep his eyes open and so forth. To, to quickly put him in the ambulance and get him the medical help. Because um, it's evident that he needs some, even if they said he was high as a kite, he needed medical care. And so I'm not quite sure why everyone is still over him and not providing him instant medical care when the ambulance has been there for a while now. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You can see to, that right the, there. He's back on the ground struggling sideways. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, uh, Carol, let me know. See if we can get uh, Cheryl Dorsey or Reddit Hudson on. Uh, you're watching this, and, and again, you, it is it is unbelievable. Just it, it's unbelievable uh, as we watch this, and just how, how shameful it is. Um, and 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 this, Matt, um, is why. This is why they move so quickly to fire them. And it, it tells you a hell of a whole lot that uh, and also shows you what happens when DAs want to indict, how quickly they indicted these cops and arrested them. Yeah. I and mean, again, they, I'm they, watching this video. We're, see, we're seeing this. We're seeing his legs move. He still is not in an ambulance. Right. Yeah. Matt, go ahead. I was just going to say that, I mean, this this is so far beyond the pale. It doesn't surprise me that they indicted it as quickly as they did. And that DA know, knows it would be political suicide to not indict them as quickly as they did. Um, this is just ridiculous. And what I don't see is why they haven't indicted the others. I would imagine they're contemplating that. But this is a situation where nobody has unclean hands or has clean hands. Excuse me. I mean, it's just disgusting. And I would imagine that these two EMTs, to your point, were fired probably very quickly for the same reason, because they're taking a pretty lackadaisical, you know, approach to this, right? He's very obviously injured. If you saw earlier in the body cam footage, you can see the, the injuries on his face and the blood and all that. So how they have not secured him, I, I don't understand any of it. But I think the bigger thing to take from this, Roland, is all of these cops out here are acting like this is common fare. This happens all the time. None of them have any sense of urgency. They don't seem. Oh, 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 oh! Listen, listen, hey, 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 Matt. When when they all came and joined in, they knew what they were doing. They were exactly. like, "Oh, right. hey, it's it's party time." Exactly, exactly. And you know, I mean, we're just kicking it, like literally, like, "Oh, bro, you know, my leg hurts, bro." I mean, they're just talking like they didn't just beat this dude senselessly, and that to me is indicative of them probably in this you know, whatever targeted um, task force, which I find officers want to be Rambo every time they're in one of these task forces. They want to show how hard they are. And I think all of them, to your point, wanted to jump in on this beating. But beyond that, none of them look concerned that there will be any accountability for it. I mean, sometimes right. you see police do things like this and they kind of immediately realize they went too far. Like that lady in, um, I think it was in Minnesota, I can't remember her name, but she was instantly, you know, realized she made a mistake when she shot the, the gentleman in that case. Here, they're like, we good. You know, we can just beat this man senselessly and stand around and talk as though nothing just happened. I mean, and that's that's a scary thing because that is indicative of what happens every day, particularly in over-policed black and brown neighborhoods where this kind of thing happens. These are the jump-out boys people talk about, right? This happens all the time, and they don't feel like they need to even conceal what they did. Um it's it's just abhorrent, right. man, and it, it makes you you sad to watch as a human being to watch somebody treated you know in a dehumanized way like an animal. Yeah. Hey, Roland. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Very quickly here, uh, I, I I think for at least for the five officers who have been fired and charged, their entire uh, history at the Memphis Police Department should be inspected with a fine-tooth comb. Uh, because this probably is not the first time they've done something like this. They just got away with it the, the other times. Uh, yep. And then also, any complaints against them of police brutality 
if they weren't disciplined, if they if something, if they weren't prosecuted, what have you, that should probably be reviewed because this is not the first time these guys did this. Uh-uh. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you mean you see how they resp- responded, and um, it, it is still shocking to me that we are. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This man is still on the ground. Right. They literally did not... Brianna, they they had no regard for the injuries. They said, we're going to let this man sit here and suffer in pain. Yeah, I definitely believe it was intentional. They were upset. If you saw in the first film, they concentrated on their eyes. And one of the guys said, you know, my my knee has been hurting all day. And then as soon as I saw him, it, it went away. And that's what we call adrenaline. They were they were geeked at uh, chasing him down. They wanted to start a fight. Uh, when he came out the car with no fight, 
you know, they were already being combative to when they said, I'm going to break your arm, when he was already down on the ground. Uh, he ran because they were already being overly aggressive and he was scared for his life. He was almost home. He thought maybe he could get um, help uh, from other people and his mom. And it's a, it's a very, very sad sight. And it's evident he's still on the ground right now. And um, I think we've been looking at this for 20 minutes. And so it shows how much time has passed and how much could have been done. Uh, and none of them did it because they're concentrating on themselves or thinks it's a joke or, you know, um, act like it's locker room talk. Uh, I do see that on the back of their shirts it says organized crime. Uh, so maybe a lot of them are used to dealing with gangs and do have a history of, of beating people up until they get what they need. Uh, however, I agree wholeheartedly. I don't think it just needs to be these five uh, officers' uh, body cams that need to be reviewed from the past, but I do think that there needs to be a whole investigation in the Memphis Police Department because it clearly shows that there's a culture past just these five. Indeed, indeed. Uh, folks, if you're uh, just tuning in, we now literally, uh, we have 27,000 people who are watching on our YouTube channel. Uh, the moment we started showing this video at the top of the hour, uh, we were at about 5,000. It jumped to 27,000. Uh, folks, um, those of you who are new, look, this is one of the reasons why you should be subscribing to our uh, YouTube channel. It's because not just with this story. We cover issues like this every single day about driving accountability. And so we hope you hit the subscription button to our YouTube channel. We also hope you download our Black Star Network app. No need for y'all to pull a logo up. But uh, this, is what, this is what we do. This is why we created this Black News and Information Network. Uh, folks turning to us, wanting to hear our perspective uh, on this day. Um, because, uh, again, uh, this impacts us in a huge way. Uh, we're talking about uh, when these stories, uh, you know, come out, um, you know, it, it would be great if we had now we had 28,000. It'd be great if we had 28,000 watching live every single day. Uh, but please uh, hit that um, hit that subscription button uh, for our YouTube channel, but also download our Black Star Network app on Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can also now watch us on Amazon News via the Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, we'll be on more of their platforms later this month. Um, and so we appreciate those of you tuning in, appreciate those of you uh, who are commenting as well. Uh, the Memphis has released uh, the body cam footage uh, or the, the different camera angles of the, of the beating of Tyree Nichols. It is as, as vicious as folks described. Uh, in a second, we're going to have Reddit Hudson, who's going to be on the show. Uh, he's a former police officer uh, who has been focused on police accountability uh, as well. Uh, and so... Uh, we have been uh, so we so we'll have him on in a second, uh, and, and I just and, and Matt as, as a civil rights attorney, uh, I mean this, this has to absolutely um, just just piss you off uh, watching this, watching it unfold uh, in terms of in terms of what is you know what happened here, and, and this is the thing. This is not just uh, again. This is not just an isolated case. We have seen. Yeah. So many of these stories across the country uh, involving black cops, involving white cops, involving Asian cops, involving Latino cops. Uh, folks, look, I mean, the fact that this man is still on the ground, uh, all, this, all this time that has passed uh, and they just didn't care. He's still laying there. This is not about 
yes, it is white supremacy in police departments. It is racism among cops. But this is not just white supremacy. This is blue. This is people who have the protection, qualified immunity with the guns, with the badges. They know full well that in most cases they can get away with it. They know exactly how this happens. And so they know, unlike in this case, 99.9% of the time, there is no firing, no arrest, no indictment. It is, this is going to be a bigger settlement with the city of Memphis than George Floyd's was. Uh, it will be bigger than that. Um, not in terms of the significance, obviously the significance is the same, but in terms of the monetary exchange, in terms of a settlement, it'll be bigger than that. Um, because this is, this is indicative of what happens every day that people don't believe. And this is the consequence of rhetoric we have allowed to run, you know, amok with law and order, right? You support the blue no matter what, but I don't see Josh Hawley or Ted Cruz or anybody on TV saying this isn't the blue I support. And this is exactly what makes yeah, people. Yeah, precisely. Where, where, where are all those back to, where are all those blue lives matter people? Where are black, where, where are all the back to blue people? It's amazing how they're all silent. It's amazing oh, yeah. how the sheriff's, the sheriff's union, uh, how the fraternal order of police, all these, now they're all silent. They're not condemning their own. They're silent. Yeah, yeah. And what they do, what they do all the other time is they say, we're playing the race card or we're trying to be divisive or whatever, you know, is expedient to their narrative, right? But this is, this is humanity. This is a lack of humanity on display. And I don't see the fraternal order of police coming out and decrying these officers. You know, I mean, Christopher Ray said it was appalling, but this is, this is ridiculous, and it's. Uh, I, I really struggle to find the words, despite talking for a living. I can't find the words for this because it is so beyond the pale. You're literally watching a man be beaten and that ultimately loses his life, and people are standing around, and they're treating him like an animal, like like they hog tied a hog. Um, and, and it's just right. absurd. And let's uh, be let's and let's and let's be clear, Brianna. Let's be real clear on this issue. We have this because of the video. We have seen Freddie Gray, those cops got away with murder because there were no cameras in the back of that uh, truck, that paddy wagon. Mm -hmm, We know these things have happened all across America. And the only reason those stories were not national stories, because there was no video. Yep. Right. And that's why we changed legislation to enforce those body cams before, I mean, it's been, I think, less than a decade where it was required in some cities to wear the body cam. And as it was shown, they intentionally tried to hide the body cam when they knew that there was an issue. But we now have those blue light cities, that's what we call it in Detroit, where are some, some cities it's green lights, but it's in an area where you know that it's high crime or or, or propensity of crime, and it's usually in these black areas. And so the fact that we're able to get the corner and, and, and get this, and they and they didn't think about the camera above, even though usually it flashes a light, um, makes me wonder. It goes back to the culture, because they say, okay, even that above is flashing. Maybe people don't know about the top. Maybe the, the once, once, you know, 
they see that he ran away or et cetera, and he's in the car and he's back in jail. No one's going to investigate that camera. And so we can do what we usually do because they know that there's a camera because it flashes a light on that corner and they still ignored it. They have a camera on their chest and they still ignore it. The, 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 the paramedics are there and they're up, they're helping him still on the actual street. They got a stretcher. They're not, they're uh, not Jonah, pushing him anywhere. Yeah. Um, joining us right now, I saw Brianna, is Reddit Hudson, uh, former St. Louis police officer, founder of the National Coalition of Law Enforcement Officers for Justice, Reform, and Accountability. Reddit, we literally have been playing this video. It's been going now um, in almost 20, 30 minutes. Uh, and that man is still there. He is still on the ground. No aid, in, in, no assistance. After viciously beating this man, uh, and, and, and we now know because of the autopsy, the, the independent autopsy of the, the, the internal bleeding going on, just watching this for you, your reaction. Man, Roland, it's devastating to see brothers who have internalized uh, this white supremacy that comes with police culture. And to see them exercise that power over this brother and then fail to render aid in a timely manner, you know, it's beyond disappointment, man. It, it, it renews, I think, in all of us the sense that we have serious work to do, man. This, this police culture is something that's gotten out of control. Too many times we see that everybody can engage and abuse police power. I've said it to you before white officers, black officers, Asian officers, what stays the same is who they abuse. Black people without resources, without voices, black bodies, because that's the way the system is structured. You understand inherently that we can do this to these people and you expect to do it with impunity, but that blade cuts both ways as these brothers have learned. It don't work like that for you. Ain't no police union members getting ready to say shit for you, man. They ain't coming to your rescue. They're not getting ready to stand up for you. You can align yourself with that culture, but when you fall out, they leave you where you are. The standard is the same. It's always a different response for black people in both settings. It's sad, man. It's sad to see these brothers do this, and I'm deeply disappointed. Uh, of course, uh, we've got a whole lot of uh, racists uh, who are uh, flooding our uh, YouTube channel. We are blocking them uh, as fast as possible. Uh, Keenan, if you're watching, uh, put the uh, live chat on slow scroll. Uh, and then that way, uh, it is very much easier for us to do what we have to do. Uh, Reddit. Um, you know, look, you have been out here fighting against this type of stuff for a very, very long time. And, and I said this today, and I still believe it fundamentally, uh, if pre what President Joe Biden should do on Monday or tomorrow or Sunday, he should announce that he, that he is calling Kevin McCarthy, Hakeem Jeffries, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell to the White House, have families of police violence there, and say, 
it is by the third anniversary of George Floyd's death, we should be passing the George Floyd Justice Act. This should be the number one priority of the White House. The president needs to lean in and, and, and have the families at the White House sitting across from them and saying, get this done. Agreed. Um, you know, we've been down this road so many times, man, just generation after generation. Here we have an opportunity, post-Mike Brown, post-George Floyd, now this situation, to really make dramatic change if the will is there. And I know some people lose their will in the face of the establishment telling them that it's never any really big deal uh, when we are murdered this way on the street. But the country is changing, and our position in it should change, and our opposition to this should only increase, man. Don't, don't let anyone discourage you from the reality that this system needs to be remade. And we owe that to ourselves, to our children, to our ancestors. It's, it's yeah, that needs to be a priority, and whoever doesn't have the political courage to engage in that needs to get out of politics and the business of representing our interests. Um, that right there, Matt, I'm telling you, uh, if, if I am the families of folks affected by police violence, uh, I am, I am uh, calling on the White saying to the White House, we will be there in one week or we'll be there in 10 days. And they say, uh, y'all show up or not and say to the president, we want them all there. We want Republicans and Democrats. And no, don't call Senator Tim Scott. Don't call him to the meeting. Say, McConnell, you're the, you're the minority leader. Schumer, you're the Senate majority leader. McCarthy, you're the House leader. Jeffries, you're the minority leader. We want you to get it done. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And they should do the same thing at their state legislatures, and they should demand that their governors, and like right now, Texas is in session, they need to be passing state laws just like they did in Colorado to repeal qualified immunity. This is the outlier case insofar as the whole world is watching it you know, in real time, what's happening, and the city of Memphis is going to pay a boatload of money, as they should, to his family, his estate, for what happened. But this happens every day to people, not maybe yeah. to this extent, but it happens every day to people. And they have to yeah. come sit in the very office, and they have to hear me give them a spiel about how hard it is to vindicate their constitutional rights when some cop body slammed them because he was angry, right? This is every day. And we as a society love to lie to ourselves about the value of our constitutional rights because we allow the courts and the powers that be to divest us of a way to actually vindicate them. So to your point, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act needs to be passed, but qualified immunity and any other like immunity that keeps people from being able to get meaningful justice need to be demanded on the state and the federal level. The only real way to disincentivize this kind of action is to not only put people in prison and in jails, but to hit them in the pocket. And it is so hard to do that. And until it's not as hard to do that, you're going to see cavalier police because the courts are going to say our jurisprudence allows it. Until it doesn't allow it, there's not going to be any incentive to stop behavior like this. Um, Brianna, again, you have all these political leaders saying no violence, no violence, peaceful protest, no violence. How about some action? We had to chair the Memphis City Council. This is where Memphis Mayor Strickland has got to step up. You heard the Chairman Jones say, hey, I need six votes. I, I, I don't want to hear any more statements. I, I don't want to hear 
them uh, quoting MLK at the funeral, any of that. No, if you're a political leader, what are you going to do now? Absolutely. Uh, it's stated, make sure that we get what we need uh, in legislature and Congress. Um, definitely keep pushing this forward. The fact that we do have bills such as the George Floyd Act already on the table, uh, we can galvanize around this. Um, we do have the majority in the Senate, uh, and so we, we fight hard for that. I do think that a lot of this needs to happen on the local levels, as Mike stated, uh, withdrawing qualified immunity. We've been talking about it over and over and over again, but we need to start whipping the votes. We need to start getting it done. We need to not let it go. Um, Michael, that's it. I mean, this, this is where, the, look, there, there are moments. There are major mm -hmm. moments. The George Floyd death was, it was a, was a, was a catalyst. It was a major moment. Um, I, I don't want to use the phrase that we can't let these moments pass because a man, a black man is dead. But, 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 but the death of Emmett Till served as a catalyst. The death of Jimmy Lee Jackson and Selma served as a catalyst. Right. We cannot let Tyree Nichols' death be in vain if we do not see something substantive come out of this, not just in the city of Memphis, not just in Tennessee, but in this country. Absolutely. You know, I, I totally agree with this. And, and this is it goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. Uh, I agree with you saying that, that Biden should call for uh, the leaders of the House and the Senate uh, to come to a meeting along with the families. And I would say also along with the Fraternal Order Police and the International Association Police Chiefs, they should be in that meeting as well. And the reason why I say that is because the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act would have rescinded qualified immunity, number one. Number two, those two police unions, they came out September 25th after uh, Senator Tim Scott blocked the George Floyd Justin Policing Act and, and, and lied and said that it would defund the police. They came out and said that they those two unions came out and said they supported the George Floyd Justin Policing Act, and one, and two, it does not defund the police. And they talked about how it, was, how it would give added protections for citizens, but also protect police at the same time. Now, uh, in addition... To what I just said, white families who have unjustly lost loved ones to police killings, they should definitely be in those meetings as well. White mothers who uh, unjustly lost loved ones to police killings, they should be in, in those meetings as well, because oftentimes this gets passed off as just a black thing. It's not just a black thing, okay? It's an American thing. So. Uh, I, I totally agree with you, and we, we should push to make that happen. The bill passed the House of Representatives um, 220 to 212, okay, uh, March 2021, the George Floyd Justice Policing Act. And so you got to get it through the House again and uh, get it through the Senate. But we cannot, we cannot let this moment leave us, okay, and not get that bill passed. Uh, Reddit, that, that's, this is really what it is. At the end of the day, we've got to see some action. You have to. I mean, we, we, we've been past the point for talk. Uh, we were past that point 
pre-Mike Brown. And, and, and to the brother's point, yes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This happens to everyone, but I think it happens disproportionately to black people in this country when it comes to a lack of accountability in the aftermath of people abusing our bodies. Uh, So, yeah, it has to happen. Roland, I'm going to have to jump off. You know, I'm I'm always one to be... Understand? Well, yeah. No, no, no. I understand we're live here in... um, I'm live here in Denver. I'm actually supposed to be... Uh, go and get, pick up this award. I told them, got breaking news. So Reddit, I appreciate you joining us. Yes, Thank sir. you so very it, it, much. Anytime. Also, I just got to take time for you. Yes, sir. I appreciate right. it. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Uh, also, folks, uh, we're about to bring on uh, someone from Noble uh, in just a second. Also, I just got a note uh, from my producer uh, that uh, the folks at Greater Friendship uh, Baptist Church in uh, Daytona Beach, uh, they have voted against allowing us to have the community forum for Bethune Cookman at their church. Uh, they agreed to do it. Now they voted against that. Uh, we'll be finding another location in Daytona Beach uh, to do it. Trust me, we're working on that right now. Uh, but uh, you see what happens when you start demanding accountability. Uh, folk get scared, and that's exactly what happened there. So I'll let y'all know uh, what happens with that. Uh, do we have uh, Brenda Goss Andrews with Noble? Okay, call her right now. So um, 
that, so folks, again, uh, what we were showing you, I has a video run out, have, uh, 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 pull that, uh, cause I still want to know. Okay. So, so it ran through. So in that 30 minutes, the EMTs never showed up, right? They showed up at the end. So pretty much 30 minutes went by before the EMTs finally arrived to provide some type of care, uh, to Tyree Nichols. That right there, Brianna is unbelievable. And that's also why, uh, two, it's also why two, uh, uh, fire department personnel members were fired as a result of the, uh, beating and eventual death of Tyree Nichols. Absolutely. Everybody involved, uh, should be fired. Uh, I don't really know what more to say. It's, it's a very tragic incident and I emphasize to actually listen to the sound makes it even more heart-wrenching. Uh, to to know what is occurring, running away or whatnot, it's the sound. Because you can hear the jokes, you can see, hear the malice, you can hear that they were trying to do harm to the man. And even after it, even while they're all standing around, not one thing makes them feel remorseful. Not one thing say, you know what, my eye hurts, but whew, I went too far. Not one. And so, as it's been stated yep. before, there's, there's, there shouldn't be any uh, reduction or, or knocking off points, or they should be, they should be charged to the fullest extent. Um, there, there are protests already happening in different parts of the country right now, Michael. That's what we expected uh, to take place, um, and as it should, uh, because this is not a Memphis issue. This is not a Tennessee issue only. This is a national epidemic in this country. Yeah, um, and this should be a um, organizing point. Uh, this should be a point to organize. Yes, march and protest, but we have to um, redirect that energy beyond just this incident and marching for this incident. Um, so you have to join organizations that are about the betterment of your community, as well as holding police officers accountable, elected officials accountable, et cetera, because all this is connected. Uh, and then the other thing is, there's an there's a economic component to this also. You, you've talked about the plight of African-American-owned businesses rolling and how 95% only have one employee. Uh, and if we spent more dollars with our own businesses, we could employ more of our own people as well. This, this is an economic issue. At the end of your march, each day at the end of your march, at the end of your protest, march yourself down to black-owned businesses and support them and buy them out as well. Because you're going to have to go to some of those businesses to support your organizations economically. So you can continue to protest or so you can travel and protest, right. different things like this, the, the, the type of work that you do, how you help uh, Tamika Mallory, things like this. So we all have to work together on this. So beyond just a protest today or a protest this weekend. Folks, you see the Absolutely. folks gathering I... there in Memphis and other parts of the country. Jo jo hold on one second. Joining us right now is Brenda Goss Andrews. Uh, she's the president of the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives, known as Noble. Uh, Brenda, glad to have you joining us. Uh, just uh, just share with us 
just your thoughts uh, as, as a law enforcement executive looking at that video uh, that's been released by the city of Memphis of these five black officers viciously beating Tyree Nichols. He dies three days later of his injuries uh, as a result of that. Those officers have been arrested, indicted, and fired. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Roland, for having me on, on the show. I, I did have an opportunity to see the, the video and take some notes. And one of the things that, that struck me the most was the fact that they were aggressive from the very beginning. They escalated that situation. Usually we have what we call a force continuum where you escalate as the need, but they started that encounter on 100. They came out of the car, you know, cursing and, and grabbing him and asking him to show the hands, you know, tasing him. And one officer got tased himself. And then when he broke away and ran, you know, they continued after him. More and more officers. But one thing that I noticed that it was so many officers at the scene. Multiple officers were at the scene. Counted maybe about 10. It could have been could have been more. So definitely excessive force. Needless uh, encounter. There was no supervisor. I noticed that also for something like this. There was no supervisor at the scene. Usually supervisors are monitoring the radio. But I didn't see any supervisors that had come to the scene. And rolling that last poll camera, you know, really gave us kind of a bird's eye view of how savagely he was beat. Now, what we saw was a retractable baton, and those are, are usually metal and, and, and very, not always heavy, but with the right amount of force can be deadly. And if you see that maybe here in, in this picture here, that he was beat repeatedly with the baton, punched, kicked, and cursed that. You wouldn't even do a dog like that. Uh, this was just horrifying to the community. And believe it, it is hor horrifying to us in law enforcement. So those were... Um, those I, I, have said, I, I, I have said, Brenda, that as a result of this, uh, President Biden should call congressional leaders to the White House Sit, sit across from families of victims of police violence and tell them in the eye, get the George Floyd Justice Act done by the third anniversary of his death. This is where leaders need to lead. I, and I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, it got stalled out before, you know, no one's had conversations about this. And we just have to stop just talking about it. And we, and we continually say, oh, this has to stop. But then we don't do anything to stop it. And this would be an opportune time for everyone to come together and pass the George Floyd bill. It is so much that needs to be done, uh, police reform. And, and the vast majority of police officers are good officers. We don't see this all the time. But when they're bad, they're really bad. And, and I'm encouraged that the Memphis Police Department did take swift action. They did make decisive action and they were terminated and the prosecutor, you know, indicted. So that is hopeful that we're not seeing those times when people are 
actually waiting for days and weeks. We don't hear anything from the police department. The, the video footage is not released for weeks, you know, and months. So I praise the accountability and the transparency uh, that the Memphis Police Department has displayed. Uh, well, uh, you have the police chief there. Uh, obviously, she has taken, she's been very aggressive. Uh, uh, chief Davis uh, speaking out against this as well. And so we have, we would certainly observe how she's responded. Uh, and again, based upon seeing this video, these five officers were fired. They've been indicted and arrested. There's some other officers who should also be fired for their actions on that night as well, because it wasn't just those five that night. Absolutely. And I think that's what uh, you know, surprise, I won't say it surprised me because I've done these type of investigations. I retired from the Detroit Police Department and I have done force investigation. One thing I always knew that you have the responding officers, then you have what I call the onlooking officers that respond. Uh, they don't get their hands dirty, but then they don't do anything either. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, as we go on with this just who else might be implicated in it. Duty to intervene was a key thing that I noticed, uh, actually, uh, from George Floyd, the ones that were holding him down and then the others that stood by and let it happen, and they're just as culpable. And I saw a lot of this in this video. Like I said, I counted maybe about 10 officers that were maybe involved in this. It could have been more but how they were standing around behind the car, uh, failing to to render aid or failing to stop their fellow officers, you know, from continuing with this barrage, you know, of beating. Uh, something has to be done, Roland, you know, and I agree. And we just have to stop talking about this now and really, really do something about it. Uh, indeed. Brenda Goss Andrews, president of Noble. I would certainly appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for having me. Good night. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm going to go final comments uh, from my panel. Uh, Brianna, you first. Yeah, so we keep on saying we need to get something done. And it's a larger issue. We can organize now. And one thing that's simple that we can do specifically for Tyree and in Memphis uh, is is urge the Memphis City Council to make changes. I know Color of Change is organizing a petition. You can text 55156, I mean, sorry, text T-Y-R-E to 55156. And they're really focusing on giving letters to City Council to force that these pretextual stops uh, cease from happening and to also allow for a civilian response unit. You know, he was calling out for help, 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 to have a, a civilian unit to, to help in this situation. And honestly, there needs to be some more research into the organized crime unit. Uh, maybe get rid of it. Maybe see if there's a use for it. But there definitely needs to be change within this police department, and we need to galvanize it. We need to show that we all care and that is important, and sign the petition for Memphis City Council to make these changes right away. Michael. Um, you know, Roland, once again, thanks for this coverage and for this platform. 
uh, I would say we have to get involved in um, organizations in our community that are holding police accountable, holding uh, politicians accountable, because usually the mayor appoints the police chief. The police chief uh, sets the tone for policing in the police department and what's permissible, et cetera. Um, and, and then, you know, th this has to continue. The, the, this requires organization organizing and actually changing policies, not just at the federal level, but the state and local level, because the majority of control over policing is not at the federal level, is at the state, local, and city level as well. So this, this requires uh, organizing and policy changes, laws change at all levels, okay? So we have to see this through, not, not through just a weekend or a month, but we have to see this through till we get the change that's needed. Matt? I don't know. I don't know, because we always say the same things, and we have the same ideas. And that's not to issue what Michael and Brianna said. I think they're all appropriate. But I don't think there will be real change until the government is afraid of the people. And I don't think we should have January 6th. I'm not going to advocate for anything like that. But I think if there are recall motions that your state allows, people need to sign the petitions to do that. If there are, you know, uh, boards that you can be on that make lower-level city decisions that don't rely solely on politicians, we should be on them. Because the reality is this, that people respond to fear and they respond to force. And that's unfortunate, but that's the truth. And hoping and wishing and prayers and well wishes is not going to get it done. It doesn't get it done. It didn't get it done after George Floyd. Um, no matter how shocked we are by some of these things, until we have a response that basically cannot be denied, we'll be in this position where we're trying to figure out new ways to strategize. And I don't have the answers. I don't purport to have the answers. But what I do have is the evidence that it's fallen on deaf ears. So until we hold our politicians accountable in a way that they have to be genuinely afraid that they will lose their jobs or be prosecuted for dereliction of duty or whatever it may be, we're going to be in the same place. Because when five cops can brutally kill a man on video and that is the furthest end of the spectrum, but we don't consider all the times where people are body slammed and beaten up and all the videos that I see on a daily basis, and that continues to, to happen, then we're allowing the government to continue eroding our rights and continue eroding our quality of life, us particularly as black people. So I think we have to find stronger measures. And I think a lot of those measures are taking people out of office by the force right. of a recall. Mm -hmm. That requires organizing. Uh, organize. Folks, um, organize. at the end of the day, uh, folks, um, we're, absolutely, we're going to see a reaction this weekend, obviously. Uh, protests are already taking place. People are gathered, can't light vigils. Uh, but at the end of the day, what do you do now? What happens next? It's real easy for us to sit here and, and, and again, folks show up. But remember, millions across America, across the world, showed up on behalf of George Floyd. Yet when Congress was debating, when they were going through the negotiations for the Georgia Floyd Justice Act, where were those people? I know what black people were. So for all of our allies who are white and Latino, who are Asian, folk who are gay, who are transgender, uh, uh, where will you be Monday? The following Monday. The following Monday. The following Monday. And on and on and on. Nothing is going to change in America unless Americans say enough is enough. 
and not just black Americans. We were here with Eric Garner, John Crawford the third. We were here with George Floyd. We had Sammy Singaway on talking about the number of people killed last year by police, the highest ever. Two cops in Florida. Kid at the homeless man. Viciously beat him. They were arrested yesterday. We can go city by city, state by state. None of this changes unless political leaders have the courage to stand up to police unions and say enough is enough. President Biden, it's time to lead. The executive order wasn't enough. Governor Lee of Tennessee, it's time to stop playing footsie with the anarchists, the white domestic terrorists, the Republican Party. Time for you to lead. Mayor Strickland, you lead a majority black city. King was killed April 4th, 68, talking about economics and black folks still are economically disenfranchised in your city. What the hell are you going to do? Enough with the awards, enough with the speeches, enough with the quotes. Leaders lead. And we're going to hold all of you accountable. Greater Friendship Baptist Church, Daytona Beach. Y'all have canceled my appearance. My understanding is a whole bunch of folk who are prominent folks in there tied to university didn't want us there and they were pissed. I'm still coming. We don't back down from anybody. So just like we are going to lead and hold people accountable in Memphis and police brutality, same going to happen to Bethune-Cookman anywhere else. Because it was Dr. King who said the Negro press is one of the four forces that can liberate black people. He, he, he specifically said to maintain your militancy and not settle for the conservative. And we will do exactly what he said. Folks, um, I got to go. Uh, we will see you on Monday right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Uh, we have crossed the one million thresholds, YouTube subscribers. Thank all of you for doing that. I can't wait till we have 1, 000, 1 million downloads of the Black Star Network app. Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can also watch us on Amazon News as well. Please support us financially. Your dollars allow us to be able to travel this country to cover the stories that matter to you. Cash App, Dollar Sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, rolling at rollingsmartin.com, rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. See your check and money orders to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. And, of course, get my copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds, available on all platforms. Uh, download it from Audible and get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, you name it. 
Folks, I'll see you um, I'll see you on Monday. Barring anything happening this weekend, if so, we will come back live for a special edition of Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Holla! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.